Hello, this is Norma Sheehan from the Heal Your Hole podcast, asking you to heal my hole for a change. The hole in my pocket. It's just a small one-off payment, no subscriptions, takes 30 seconds to do apparently. So you need to follow the support this show link in the show description. And every payment increases my healing power. So I can continue to tend to your lazy holes, hairy holes, needy holes, itchy holes, money holes, smelly holes, arseholes. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. Hello and welcome to episode number 26 of the Heal Your Hole podcast with myself, Norma Sheehan, where we will look at all the various holes in your life, physical, mental, spiritual, emotional, financial, comical, sexual, and we give them all a good seeing too, or maybe not because of the mood I'm in. Last week we did Funny Hole with Mario Rosenstock. It was bloody brilliant, went down a treat. He's so talented. Thank you for all the shares, likes, follows, and especially on my Facebook page, Heal Your Hole with Norma Sheehan with those little weekly videos. Great. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for all the shares and loads of listens. So uh, today is spiritual hole. I am not very motivated and I do need some spirituality right now. Yeah, here in my pyjamas. Got the kids out of school. One of them forgot her lunchbox. I drove after her in my pyjamas and she hopefully will be still talking to me later. And uh, yeah, I just can't take off my fluffies. So I don't know. I mean, I just heard of a friend of a friend that committed suicide Um a young lad, his buddy has just gone into John of God's uh, psychiatric hospital here in Dublin. I, I don't know. Anyway, anyway, let's cheer up. Well, hey, today we have Josephine McCaffrey on. Now, she is an interfaith minister. I can't wait to talk to her later in the show. But firstly, I'm going to get out of my pyjamas and I'm going to go down to Tesco and ask people how they are feeling spiritually and what's getting them through COVID. Hi there, my name is Norma Sheehan and I'm doing a podcast this week called Spiritual Hole and I'm wondering how you're finding spirituality during COVID. Are you depressed? Are you a church goer? Are you a yoga goer? How are you finding your sanity? Um, I'm pretty well grounded, I think. Um, I'm not terribly spiritual. Um, I'd like yoga, but I wouldn't overemphasize on it. So, um, But I, I am a therapist, so I suppose I've been able to kind of ground myself in just this is life that this is where we're at at the moment what type of a therapist are you um i'm analytic Analytic. in training yeah and play therapist so i work with small children as well which is great okay great so you've what are your tools to get us through do you have any tip tips um i suppose try as much as you can to live in the moment uh, not to go too far ahead um and actually introduce some joy into your life um, i think we forgot to play and that's one thing that children can teach us is how good it is to play and just be in the moment go to a playground and if you can go in a swing and enjoy it with your children rather than just stand at the sidelines and watch them Oh my God, thank you so much. I actually played Scrabble with my daughter the other night and I felt great, yeah. but she had to force me to do it. Yeah. So can I just say meeting you has be, has really lifted my morning. Thank you. <laughs> do you want to give your name or just leave it? Uh, my name's Una, Kenny. Una, yeah. Una, you're, yeah. you're, you're, thank you, you're, you're so kind. You have twins, don't you? I do, I have twins. They used to go to Jellystone. I remember oh, your hilarious. face. And I'm just wondering, what's your way of finding sanity in 2020? Do you go to church? Do you, I see you have a dog here. Um, do, do you have kids? 
kids? Do you are you married? Uh, how are you? How are you staying sane? Uh, I have a partner, and I have two very grown up teenagers, and I have my dog, and my dog definitely has been my sanity. So I've been able to get out and walk every day, and whether it's raining or beautiful weather and that's really kept my sanity okay. I don't think I'd get out of bed if it wasn't for the dog literally okay. okay well that's amazing I don't have a dog and are you are you a church goer or a meditator or any of that like next level spiritual stuff no I pray I'm not a church goer uh, but I do pray and uh, I do be, find a bit of solace in that but I do have amazing friends and I'm part of a community of sewers so we've been doing a lot of that during the uh, lockdown for medics and for essential uh, people we made a lot of masks for the hospitals in the initial breakdown so that really gave me something to do and focus on well do you do, you do know that sewing is a, t- is a form of meditation yes I do yes I do and I'm a quilt maker so I love doing that uh, and that really has helped okay. an awful lot for that okay well so between your meditation with that and the pet I think you're you're on the pig's back but you're it is tough though Oh, it's extremely tough. Um, yeah, I'm very grateful to have that, but I do have my bad days. I really do. I, some days think, oh, just throw yourself out of the bed and keep going. And literally, uh, the dog is my thing to get out of the morning and makes me do it. Great. So, Thank you so much for, for giving me a minute. Thank you. You look very energetic and positive, and I'm wondering how you're staying sane through 2020. Is it spirituality? What's your thing? Oh, basically, for me personally, what I do is, you know, I feel that if I'm having a good diet and cycling, um, I come for my work daily at six o'clock in the morning at Tesco. So I feel uh, like as far as I'm doing all this, I'll be safe because I feel lockdown won't be won't be helping too much. And stay, staying fit and, you know, taking care of yourself inside out is more than enough. So you think prevention is better than cure? You're, you're, you're keeping yourself mentally and physically fit and prepared for whatever comes. Is that correct? Yeah, you know, po- personal care is the best thing, okay. what I feel. What's your line of work? Or uh, I'm a cleaner at Tesco. A cleaner at Tesco, yeah. great. Okay, so you're working early every morning? Yeah. Okay, great. So you physical work as well. I think physical work can be better than sitting at a computer. Definitely, definitely. Uh, you know, physical work, and then I go home, and like alternate days in the evening, I have my home workouts. So I'm totally up to my diets. You know, I'm taking good diets and uh, uh, you know workouts and daily work in the right. morning. So I think that's more than enough. Yeah. For the me. last lady I spoke to, she said she prays every morning. You're more about the physical and the diet, correct? Yeah, it's more of physical for me. Yeah. And, you know, uh, having good diet is, you know, it, it's better for your immune system. So Brilliant. Okay, you are inspirational. Thank you so much. Thank you for that. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, wait, where can I find this podcast? Great. Feeling a bit better after that. I'm back here in my box and the cupboard and uh, at least I'm not in my pyjamas. And uh, next up we have Josephine McCaffrey. If you want to find Josephine, if you need her for namings, uh, marriages and funerals and stuff, she's on onespiritinterfaithministers.com, onespiritinterfaithministers.com. And a lovely message she'd up under her own name, Josephine McCaffrey. She says um, what she finds the most important thing as a celebrant is that all beliefs and outlooks are respected. Her ethos is love knows no religion, no gender and no race. And love is far more powerful than any discrimination. Wow. She works here in Ireland and parts of England as well. 
Okay, here we go. Josephine. So I'm here with the wonderful Josephine McCaffrey, um, an extremely spiritual woman, but also a very entertaining woman. So I'm going to let you describe yourself, Josephine. What is your title in the spiritual world? Preferred title. Okay. Um, I was trained as an interfaith minister and we are given the title of Reverend. So my title is Reverend Josephine. Um, and there's nothing grandiose about that, anything of that nature. It's very much finding reverency in the everyday. So it's finding beauty in the simple things. And, and, and what's the, the difference between the title of Reverend Josephine mm. or being called a celebrant or a minister? Are they all closely connected? Yeah, absolutely. There'd be different roles. So a celebrant would um, perform weddings that would not be connected to any kind of faith or any spiritual idea. A reverend would maybe be connected to a spiritual faith path, but a reverend doesn't necessarily have to be, but it's definitely connected to something greater than ourselves. So it'd be connected to a spiritual realm. And that's what you were. That's what I am. I don't follow a particular faith path, but I am connected connected to something bigger as we all are part of that okay. we are all part of the one so that's what my belief do is. you meditate then do you practice do you see auras do you are you in tune with things do you um i do meditate um i'm a great believer of letting go of the ego mm-hmm. which is very much part of that also just turning everything off and being still within yourself connecting to your 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 heart and your soul and your mind bringing all that together um that's really important because i don't think that we we take enough time out to do that uh we're so busy with everything going on we're looking at our mobile phones all the time something's happening there's so much going on in the world at the moment i think the world is one big hole that needs a lot of healing Um, (laughs) thank you (laughs) you know um and i think we're we're kind of we are going through a real shift at the moment of healing we're all sitting in that really kind of uncertain moment yeah in our existence and i think that is kind of pushing uh, a way forward to a new day through do you think uh, we're going to be forced more to spirituality because of the state of the planet and the state of you know, the COVID and the economic future, that it's, we have to look to spirituality and, and look to our heart and our soul and the little things, smelling the roses. Yeah, and I think that being forced into spirituality, I don't think, I think what we will be doing is coming back to ourselves, coming home to ourselves again. As I say, so the couples that I marry, it's not, it is nice to have a beautiful dress. It's wonderful to have a great venue and it's great to have people there that you love. But the most important thing and the thing that needs to be honoured and respected is that you're making the biggest commitment to the person that you love. And that's what is so special about your day. And that's mean means everything and the rest of it's lovely but that's what really really matters and i think sometimes in terms of ceremony you kind of lose that a bit you know like with uh you watch children when they're having their first holy communion it becomes very much about the dress and how much money did you get and Mm. all of that kind of material thing yeah 
and it's very sad that we're kind of cutting off that kind of spiritual connection with what it's meant to be about if somebody you know when they're arranging their funeral or is there going to be an afterlife is there is there nothing is that what do you but, think what do i think is there uh, an afterlife is there an afterlife i think my own personal belief i think death is another realm of consciousness that we're not in tune with yet i think there's I just don't think you die and that's it mm. not for a second there's definitely something greater I don't know what it is mm. but I can feel it you know there is a sense of God in everything I don't believe in a man in a cloud looking down but there is yeah. for me there's a sense of God in connection between two people even the and coldest most cynical person would mm. have stories of going okay that's weird that person must have lived before oh whoa that's spooky there's definitely someone present or or you know that mm. you can't deny that everyone has an experience mm. of someone from the afterworld absolutely and i've had some experiences in my my life where they just completely you couldn't explain it rationally give and us one <laughs> uh one one example was when i was staying in my father's home after he passed away in um leecham and he occasionally he liked to smoke a pipe now and again it's a real kind of strong strong smell and um it was uh, a good couple of years after he passed away and i walked into <laughs> i walked into the lounge it's you know, gonna sound crazy but there was there was there was pipe smoke coming through and there was nothing there was no other way and I could smell it so strong and I think our senses are very kind of pick up on those things as well us, yeah so and I felt it very strong and I think that's where hypersensitivity comes into that as well it's being more open to the ideas and the possibilities of different energies in the room and picking up on it Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. And you, it wasn't your dad's passing inspired you to go into this or anything. There wasn't any particular turning point. It just was a natural progression to add another string to your bow, we'll say, from mm. the improvising, the comedy, mm. and now being um, Reverend Josephine. Uh, yeah, it's, I think it's absolutely, definitely connected. Um, when my father passed away, it was um, the most traumatic moment of my life to date. Um, I was very close with him. I was a real daddy's girl. Um, and we all, you know, we all adore our dads, you know. Mm. 
Um, and when when he passed away, I felt like a huge hole because we were mates as well, you know. Um, and that was, yeah, and so I was a bit lost and I kind of stopped performing and I'd stopped singing and I just, there was a huge part of me that really needed healing and needed acknowledging. But um, I kind of shut myself off to that. I just kept going and going and going and going. Um, for how long? For a good few years, mm. yeah, yeah. And I think we don't honour grief the way we should. Mm. You know, we don't. We just kind of want to keep going and just not feel the pain because feeling pain is just kind of... We mm. don't want to feel the rawness of that loss and it's so hard and it's like, oh, it's... Yeah. Yeah. When I moved to Dublin, I created Laughter Lines, which was a real kind of... Therapy. Yeah. Mm. Just to have, when you come through grief, I think to learning to laugh again. And when you start laughing again for the first time after grief, it's such a release. You really, really feel it, you know. Um, and singing is another release. Yeah. Did you sing at your dad's funeral? Or? No, no, couldn't, couldn't no, barely speak. No, I read a poem he wrote, um, and so that was kind of my offering mm. to the funeral. Um, was your was it sudden with your dad? Um, no, he he was sick for for eight months before he passed. So it was it was kind of sudden, but it wasn't. We weren't expecting because he's very he was a very healthy man. He loved golf. He was like mm. up every morning doing the gardening out mm. in the farm. He was very, very active, mm. and when he got sick, it kind of floored him completely. Um, so it was, it was, a, it was, yeah, it was, a, it was a shock in a way. And then we thought he was going to get better, and then didn't, didn't. So it's would twenty twenty have suited him? Because twenty twenty wouldn't have suited my mother. I tell you that much. No, God, with the pubs being closed. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> what in God's name? Yeah, you know? yeah, no. yeah, no, not at all. At so all if I was on... planning my own funeral, right? Because yeah. I, I don't want, like, say, if I die now on the way home today, right? Just let them know there's a recording here. Okay. That that um that <laughs> I don't know what I want, but I I I already know what I don't want. Mm-hmm. I don't want. A whole family stressed, mm-hmm. planning things that are highfalutin bollocksology. Um, I just like simplicity. Um, I certainly don't want a load of people speaking on the altar who've never met me and calling me Nancy or something by mistake. Mm-hmm. Um, so I suppose a bit of crack and a bit of... Um, I just, I mean, someone, someone like you, I would like, I barely know you, but I do think, um, I could see, have you ever planned a funeral with somebody? No, they don't do that before they die, do they? Well, I've... Or when they're dying, maybe. I've written two funeral ceremonies for people who've asked me to write them, who are fit and healthy and fine. Oh my God. <laughs> that's brilliant. See, that's where I'm at. Mm. Right, okay. Um, so it's done. They do, people do that. Yeah, people just want to know that it's, or it's kind of cathartic in a way as yeah. well. It's kind of yeah. you know, releasing a lot of stuff, saying things that you you think that you can't say in this oh. realm. You can't, you know, so... So they, so they give you, st- they tell you what they want said at their funeral almost. They give you the some bits and then you deliver it. Put it together and then, yeah. Wow. So that's... 
and again it's just I think spirituality is so personal it's so so different for everyone it's such a personal thing and they're not none of them have put like imagine if they put in the script from the other side going hey Auntie Peggy you're a Bolivon and Jim Bob (laughs) never liked you there's nothing like that she never liked you anyway you're a little bollocks she said (laughs) there's none of that shit no okay no 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 that'd be awful 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 I was born in Leitrim and grew there I grew up there till I was 10 years old and then we moved to Devon and my dad was a a real Leitrim man you know proper swearing all the time and he'd be like girls get into fuck will you now Jesus that was fucking raining and you all of this and all the other parents you know my goodness I don't believe it what's going on here but there and it's funny how one person so if my dad spoke like that no one would bat an eyelid no Whereas if my daughter comes into the kitchen and goes, oh, you're faking and fucking... And you're just going, but no, but it doesn't suit you. Like, that's mm. just... Mm. So it depends what you're used to hearing out of a particular person and mm. the, the way they deliver it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, situation. Absolutely. And be, being in comedy and I'm writing a one-woman show at the moment and... Great. Have you a name for it? Um, well, I had I called it Gagging For It. Brilliant. <laughs> Are you gagging for it? Gagging For oh, It. Oh, brilliant. But... Um, and when will laughter lines be opening up to you reckon next year know. sometime hopefully possibly yeah. next year yeah. but you're writing away I am writing away and writing love the, the title of, gagging for it I know well I I brought it to Edinburgh and did a short bit of it and now I'm last working year. on it to last year and then now I'm building on that how long was the bit in Edinburgh last year um, it was only 20 minutes it was very still, short still that's a lot right short. But you, so you ideally with Covid all they want is an hour so if you can get it up to the hour they'll be mm. delighted with you they don't want intervals mm-hmm. they don't want to keep anyone in a room for more than an hour 10 so if you have the 60 minutes uh, like my own show you're you're on the pig's back well you know let's yeah mm-hmm. is it filthy? not really I wouldn't say filthy <laughs> when I went to become a minister I actually one of my first questions was that I do comedy and I tell rude jokes and I swear sometimes I'm like, is it yeah. still alright about you? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. and they're like of course that's welcome we love comedy you're absolutely Great. welcome so I was like that's alright you can still yeah. tell rude jokes to me yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah so it's not filthy it's it's kind of it's about cultural clashes between England and Ireland and about um, discovering like you know your own sexuality and about kind of growing into a woman and being kind of judged instantly as soon as you you step into that woman realm you know and you start developing breasts mm. and men start looking at you differently and and how you look is like equates to the type of person you are you know and yeah. I throughout my whole 20s you know always being leered at by men because I have big bosoms so that must mean you're gagging for it that's you know? hilarious like not hilarious back then but yeah because yeah. I've like I don't have big boobs so I never really thought of that I've always been trying to pump them up and put a bit of padding around them and you've been strapping yours down strapping mine down and I used to be really conscious when I was in my 20s about my bosoms and like worried that people were looking at them or did they look too big or this dress won't fit because it won't mm. go and now I go they're there I'm, I don't care anymore deal with it but Whatever. it's really hard as a teenager if you, you if you can't do sport if you can't get food or food if you can't get clothes <laughs> that fit you yeah. if you can't get um, if your back is sore mm. it's just not fair I think when you're an older woman it's fine it's mm. fine but the teenager transition if mm. you've got 
gigantic boobs it's it's really hard <laughs> it's so difficult like i remember being 14 being at a swimming pool um and two older men in their 40s went leering at me right mm. and that's when kind of dawned on me that i'm not yeah i'm something different now i'm yeah. being seen differently can you do a wedding from a distance or a, or a naming from a distance have you done anything online instead of- um i've done a blessing for um an american couple who were meant to come over here um this year and they were going to get married on the Kerry mountains just the two of them looking over and just it's you know um and they couldn't come and they were heartbroken so i did a blessing over skype so i sang to them i read them a poem i gave them an irish blessing and it was really beautiful um even though they couldn't be here it was a connection with ireland on the on the morning of their wedding and i think we we don't go to church anymore mm. like that was a huge part of the irish culture yeah. was going to church every where week. you stopped everything and you just sat and that was the meditation in itself it was yeah, yeah. and you know we don't do that anymore and yeah. it's a, and i think there's a there's a healing process that needs to come from what happened with the catholic church and it's not acknowledged and it properly or it's not kind of spoken about properly there's a lot of anger mm. huge amount of anger against which is completely yeah understandable and 100 percent justified you know yeah. because it was meant to be about love and caring and yeah. and it turned into something completely opposite so, I so, think, so it was about people getting together yeah and i think that there's a, there's i think there's a lot of blockage there a lot of holes are blocked you know um with and you can't kind of heal with anger on anger you have to kind of Mm. look at it and see what what effect that's had on our society what kind of not coming together weekly how has that affected us yeah the laughter's a huge release okay massive release of so many emotions um, sure, people laugh at funerals. Absolutely, yeah, they do. Yeah, because it's it's a reaction as as it's a valid reaction as crying. It's a it's an emotion that is should be welcomed everywhere because it's okay. as valid as anything. Because you could be laughing about the irony of a situation. You could be so it's your nerves your nervous system reacts to everything differently and it's all okay there's no right or wrong way to react okay different cultures they wail yeah they wail their dead they really you know i think it's new zealand they wail for two weeks yeah um the maoris and then you're not allowed to mention the person again Mm, well, that's that's a bit much. <laughs> a bit much. Yeah, that's like two weeks of fake yeah wailing, and then never mention them again. Yeah, that is a bit much. But in Ireland, it goes on forever. Mm-hmm. Oh, they smash that, smash the month's mind, the anniversaries. Mm. The but all of that's busyness. That's kind of keeping you going. It's forgetting the grief and the pain. It's like okay, so, so it's I make avoidance. the sandwiches, make the tea, go clean the house, get the keep busy. Don't think about your grief. Yeah, <laughs> be sad. I went to the doctor after my father died because I was flawed. I was just in so much emotional pain, and I was given antidepressants. Oh, for fuck's sake! But you're grieving. You can feel it's okay to be sad. It's okay. Someone suggested to them cry. to me as well in earlier in COVID. Someone suggested maybe you need a something, and I was going what because I've got because I'm crying because I've PMT because I'm wailing because I've because I'm two days before my period. I need to go get. I don't think so. <laughs> yeah. So we'll wrap this up, Josephine. Yeah. Thank you very much. And um, 
is there anything else now any other aura stories or um um no just keep all your holes as healed as you possibly can yeah. love your holes look love after your holes. love hole your spiritual hole your yeah. heart hole keep them all there's so many isn't there there's so, so many, many holes, holes especially at the moment we need to really fill them up with love fill them up with love yeah. well I tell you the, the, I it's it's lovely being in your presence because you've a radiant face you've a, you've a absolute glowing gorgeous smile <laughs> and I, I don't smile a lot I have a bit of a bit of an old mopey head and you have a contagious smile so I won't say so thank, thank you. you thank you very much thank you Ashley. for talking thank to us you. And, been a oh, and, and we haven't started my funeral yet so oh yes basically if I die on the way home lads you're taking over <laughs> I'm taking right. over all the comedy all the whatever yeah. and to be fair I've no messages for anyone they were all sound enough they were all they're nice all, to me yeah they were all lovely she loved you all <laughs> <laughs> thanks for meeting Josephine no worries thank you no Ah, I felt very zen after being with Josephine. So thank you, Josephine McCaffrey, OneSpiritInterfaithMinisters.com if you need to plan your funeral. Yeah, I need to get a few more things down. Down in stone. Set in stone. Okay, till next week. If you enjoyed the podcast, tell your friends. If you didn't, shut your hole as usual. And next week we're doing Halloween hole. Horror hole. Scary hole. One of those. Yeah, I might blow something up. Okay, uh, keep liking, subscribing, following, sharing. It's very helpful for me. Thank you very much. Till next week, keep the chin up. Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com.